And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 it is your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Giggs. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you're listening to The Political Show, right here on Access FM, where radio has never been better. And Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And this week's hot politics has been trending on social media. It's been trending on the news articles. The hashtags on Twitter has been all been about what's happening in Afghanistan. And do you want to give a brief explanation of what specifically we're speaking about in terms of Afghanistan? Okay, so you think people that are listening to this show won't know why, why we're talking about Afghanistan this week? <laughs> well, there's so much that's happening. Well, it's not much. Okay, well. Uh, America pulled out after yeah, 20 years. That's one of and it. The people, the people who were ruling them before, the Taliban, mm. They're back in charge. Yeah. Basically weeks. A week. Yeah. Sure. No, no, but I mean, I think from the time that the Americans started pulling out, it was a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, and <laughs> the president, out of nothing, the president got out of the country, and the next day, Kabul was overrun. That's the capital. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, the Taliban, the reason why we're talking about um, Afghanistan, Afghanistan, Taliban, we can make a poem. but um the taliban obviously operates under sharia law yeah and uh you know in the mainstream media in the west they've been saying we're calling on the taliban to respect the rights of women Wow. i mean they've just they've just won the country in a war what do you mean we're calling on (laughs) (laughs) if if i've won a war i'll say forget you i mean are you going to listen to someone if you win the war no. You beat someone up, they're yeah. lying on the ground. Then then they lie while they're lying on the ground they're bleeding. They tell you <laughs> we demand that you treat this uh, this person and that person like this way. We we demand it. And that only happens in movies. Even in movies. No 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 no. Uh movies that are not politically correct. So like an action not an action yeah. movie, like a uh superhero movie or Superhero, especially under DC. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's this? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a rom com. It's yeah, that, something like that's that. That's apathetic because yeah. it's like you know when Loki made demands of the Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly <laughs> in like the first that. Avenger. Yes, exactly. The next thing the Hulk took poor Loki there. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> and like that. Him <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's what the Taliban's going to do with <laughs> their their demands and their pleas, and the UN saying. Yes, the international community has to ensure women's rights. What about Christians' rights? Women's rights for sure. What about the church's rights? Mm. Christians mm. are in big trouble there now. Yeah, they are. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be a hot, hot topic. This is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Here's a song by Acts of Worship called War Zone.
swans on, taking in this pain. My whole belly holds on, I can't really stand. I can hear you walk past now. My heart starts to jump, my fears begin to fade. My faith explodes right now. I can't keep it in. Active FM. Radio has never been better.
How awesome was that track by Active Worship called Warzone? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can you can say it. I will <laughs> no, say it. I was um, waiting for you to say yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you can call it Afghanistan zone. Ah. Afghanistan zone. Yes, 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 exactly. So now Afghan women are worried about their future. They're concerned that after two decades of educational and political and social rights will be undone. And there was an interview that I actually watched by Al Jazeera uh, interviewing a group of Afghan women, and one of them actually compared the takeover, the Taliban takeover to a bird building a nest and taking its time building it only to watch other people destroy it. She says that's how it feels to be a woman in Afghanistan at the moment. And then on Tuesday, the Taliban urged women to join the movement and that they will not impose the same harsh restrictions of the 1990s. And if you know how Afghanistan was in the 1990s, it was ruled by the Taliban as well. Yeah. Women's rights are of particular concern with the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres on Monday called on the Taliban to protect the hard-won rights of Afghan women and girls. And that's what you were speaking about earlier. Okay, yeah, yes. now I just want to say about that statement, the hard one. Okay, so they all report on this. And yes, it's like it's a true statement. Yeah. So George W. Bush is enemy number one. He bombed the hell out of Afghanistan and they took over Afghanistan, you know, after 9-11 in 2001. Um, you know, and the Americans have been the worst thing that have happened to, to Afghanistan, according to many of these media people. Yeah. But now they quote the UN, who's also complained about the Americans being in Afghanistan, saying that, um, you know, we must protect the hard-won rights of women in Afghanistan. How were they won? With sure. bombs and guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now Taliban spokesperson, so this is the guy that was speaking, if you watch the press conference that they, they had. His name is Zibula Mujahid. Um, while addressing a news conference in Kabul in his first public appearance, uh, he said women will be giving all their rights within Sharia law, the Islamic laws. He also said if women work in line with the Sharia law, they can work freely in the media. And speaking to VOA earlier, Sahil Shaheen declined the, to clearly state whether Afghan women will be part of the, of the future government. But he did say ab about women, we have announced already that they have access to work and education by observing hijab. Today you may have seen on Afghan TV stations women wearing hijab and doing their job. Female news anchors broadcast news on Afghan mainstream television stations without interruption by covering their heads with a cloth or hijab. That's where it starts? Yes. Okay, because already there are reports. If you start looking at uh, Christian broadcasting network, you know, and so if you start looking at Christian sources, mm. that, um, you know, as, as the, the Taliban were taking territory, that mm. the, the Taliban soldiers... Yeah. were taking women from the towns and the villages that they had um, conquered yeah. as spoils of war. Sure. There are already reports of that. Yeah. There are also reports that the Taliban moved into Kabul and they moved into through all the houses and they confiscated all the guns hmm. of the people that owned guns yeah. in Kabul. Sure. Hmm. So in Kabul they're saying it's bull to own a gun. <laughs> 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 sure. Uh, so now, women rights activists. I also I I watched another video that was released by Al Jazeera with um, women rights activists in Kabul, and they said these are the two scenarios that 
future holds for the women in Afghanistan. The first one is women will continue going to school, university, work, etc., but they will have some limitations. And then the second one, they will delete women from society completely, meaning that women will not be able to go out, they will not be able to do anything because of the Sharia law. Well, that's how it sure. is in Saudi Arabia. You see, this yeah. is what they don't say. Mm. Okay, already in Saudi Arabia. You know in Saudi Arabia, Cynthia, if you were a Saudi citizen, yeah. <laughs> if you get raped, you'd yeah, probably maybe. be arrested. Yeah, yeah. Because why were you out without either a husband, a father, or one of your brothers? Mm-hmm. Sure. So you can't go out. It's, it's, uh, um, lockdown's not a new concept for Saudi women. Yeah. Because literally, if they get raped and they're out on their own, you're not allowed to go out on your own. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to go through the Sharia law, and then you guys are going to comment on um, this is what the future holds for the women in Afghanistan, basically. So women are yeah, under because the they're operating. Uh, you see, Western media, they come with their, um, you know, their, their situational ethics. Mm. They come with their postmodernism and all of that sort of stuff. And they report like these guys are going to keep their word anyway. They're not, they're, 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 they're not even going to keep their word. Yeah. That I can promise you, they're not going to keep their word. Yeah. They've got their own sets of rules. Yeah. I mean, in Sharia law, all right, do you have anything about what age a woman must be to get married? Yes, I do. Okay, now we'll, we'll, we'll let you. <laughs> it's you very shocking. You're, you're well prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we first see that women are under the control of male relatives or husbands who are considered their guardians. They are considered to be absolute property of males, such as fathers, brothers, husbands, etc. The financial independence is impossible for women in Islam. The male guardian has, to, has the right to prevent his Muslim woman subject from education, work, travel, leaving the house, etc. A Muslim woman is not allowed to travel without her husband or a man of her unmarriageable kin, meaning that the only way she can travel is with a man that she can't get married to, basically. Uh, unless the journey is obligatory like the pilgrimage, the hajj. Yeah. Yes. And then according to Sharia law, a non-Muslim who marries a Muslim so woman words, is punishable by death. In other words, a woman doesn't have rights under Sharia law. Yeah. She only has wrongs. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So a non-Muslim man who marries a Muslim woman is punishable by death. Uh, a woman or girl who has been raped cannot testify in court against her rapist. Testimonies of four male witnesses are required to prove the rape of a woman. A woman or girl who alleges rape without producing four male witnesses is guilty of adultery. A woman or girl found guilty of adultery is punishable by death. A male convicted of rape can can have his conviction dismissed by marrying his victim. Muslim men have sexual rights to any woman or girl not wearing a hijab. A woman can have one husband who can have up to four wives. Um, a man can marry an infant okay. girl. Okay. Let's be fair. <laughs> a man can have four wives as long as he can look after all four. It does say that. No, why is the man having four <laughs> wives? That is not right at all. Yeah, no one understands you know least, that. You know, please. No. Let's not, let's not be giving fake news. <laughs> I'm reading exactly what I got no, from no, I'm the telling website. telling you now that he can have four wives as long as he can look after all four. Okay. But still, doesn't matter. <laughs> A man can marry an infant girl and consummate the marriage when she is nine years old. Because Muhammad did that with Aisha, his last wife. He married her when she was six. 
Right. She was six years of age. And um, sure. they consummated, well, some say nine. Others saw it might be, it might be younger. Sure. It might be younger than nine. And, and he was, I think, in his 50s. Hmm. Sure. I, I think I have, I think my sister, I have a nine years old sister now. Imagine, oh my gosh, that is hectic. Off she goes with Mohammed. And <laughs> here we come. And he's 54. Sure. So. A man can unilaterally that, You know that that happens. No, that happens in Saudi. Yeah, places actually, like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, it actually the, does. These child rights actually happens, there, and sure. they defend it. Yeah, I've heard Muslim scholars defending this. Sure, a man can unilaterally divorce his wife. A wife needs her husband's consent to divorce. A divorced wife loses custody of all children over six years of age and when they exceed it. So, meaning that if you have a child that is five, the moment the child turns six, they, you lose custody of that. A child as a woman. A woman's testimony in court allowed in property cases carries half the weight of a man's. A female heir inherits half of what a male heir inherits. A woman cannot drive a car as it leads to fitna, which is rebellion. A woman cannot speak alone to a man who is not her husband or relative. And these are just some of the things that I found on the Sharia law. So what's the problem? <laughs> Our producer Gloria is thinking I must go to Islam because <laughs> puts him in the pound seats. What's the problem? I can't drive because they think that it's the what rebellion is it gonna lead to? That no, is no, no. In under Sharia law, if you rebel, we just the law of the palm <laughs> slapping you across the cheek. Sure. No, this is this is a lot. And this is what they're going no, to No, if you if you rebel literally okay. When a wife rebels, she gets slapped. Sure. So that's abuse. No. <laughs> it's no. no, it's not. <laughs> according to according to Islam, it's discipline. I, I'm not agreeing with that. Yeah. What I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you what Islam says. Islam says there's discipline. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember there was a guy. Uh, he used to work with us. He was Muslim. Mm -hmm. And at around the time of the 1991 Gulf War. Um, you know, in Iraq, um, we were having a discussion and this thing came out and he said, no, it's okay for a man to eat his wife because if she's rebellious. So obviously we were debating with this guy heavily. Mm. No, <laughs> because the Quran says that. No, that is true. Okay, anyone who says that's not true, either is ignorant or lying. Because mm. mm. if, they, if they know and understand Sharia law, they know that I can beat my wife if she's rebellious. Yeah. Yeah. So when do I class her as rebellious? When she doesn't follow. Anytime she doesn't do what I want her to do. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the Quran it mentions, and we were speaking about it earlier, where Muhammad actually said that a woman is less valuable than the cheapest rug. Yeah. So the cheapest rug you can mm. think of, women are less valuable than that. And and stuff. And that's what the concern is for the um the female activists in Afghanistan and Now, stuff. if the journalists did their homework, yeah. they would have investigated what, Sharia, what, are, what are women's rights under Sharia law. They would have studied Sharia law mm. and they would have said, this is what it means. Yeah. And they'd be putting questions to these guys, this is what it means. Yeah. And I've been looking at CNN's coverage of this whole thing. Yeah. And they've been defending the Taliban. No, they have, yeah. But their values are so opposed to what the Taliban stands for, it's not even funny. In fact, if you take that, they're so anti the church. 
But if you take the church, they're on the extreme left, right, CNN, mm. okay? Anti-God, anti-Christian, anti-Christ, anti-everything, yeah. okay? Um, then what the Taliban say, they're way over there on the right. Mm. The church is somewhere in the middle. Mm. Now CNN siding with the guys that are way right of us. Mm. Okay, sure. we just say adultery is wrong. Yeah. We say homosexuality is wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. that. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> they kill you. Yeah, they do. I mean, if you engage in homosexuality, um, you know, and I, did you read the one out? I'm trying to remember the way we, um, yeah, I think you did. So if the woman can't get four men to testify to a rape, then she's She's guilty. prosecuted under adultery. And what's, yes. what, if she's found guilty? If she's found guilty. It's death penalty. Death penalty. No, she dies by stoning. Yeah. They, they, they literally, they, they put her in the ground, uh, strictly under Sharia law. So they dig her into the ground, hmm. and then the men of the town or the village come and they start stoning her until she's dead. Sure. Yeah. That and the the whole, the thing with the court system in under Sharia law is that women don't get to testify. So that's why also you need two women. So two two women's testimony is equivalent to one man's um, yeah, testimony. Yeah, and it works the same with Christians. If you're a Christian, your mm -hmm. testimony is also with this. Than that of a Muslim. Yes, yes, way less. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, if it's if if you're in a contentious situation in a in a court of law under Sharia, and this is in Pakistan, it will now be in Afghanistan, it will be in 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 uh, um, Saudi Arabia, you know, Kuwait, mm. Dubai, even Dubai, mm. all of these places, mm. right? So you testifying as a Christian before the court. If it's your word against the Muslims, the, the, the court's going to take the Muslim's word. And that even in, includes a situation where a Muslim comes and says, you're, you're guilty of blasphemy against the Quran or mm -hmm. against Muhammad or something like that. And if they're lying, mm -hmm. and you say they're lying, and so now it's your word against theirs because there was no other witness, yeah. the, the judge will find you guilty. Mm -hmm. Because the judge takes the testimony of the Muslim above the non-Muslim. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay? And uh, you'll, be, you'll be sentenced to death. Sure. So that's hectic. Uh, Black Knight, your final thoughts? Um, yeah, I think I think on this one, <laughs> instead of me being asked, I'd ask you, what do you think about all of this? I'd want to get your thoughts. What do you What do you feel <laughs> when you hear all of this? Obviously, it's their law. So when they mm -hmm. implement it, like on Western uh, television and things like that, they're obviously saying that, no, they're going to keep... So they're using their words wisely. They're going to keep the woman's law according within the women's framework, rights. women's rights, within the framework of the Sharia law. So they're basically telling us that, listen, these women are not going to have any rights at all. Yeah, but my question is, yeah. what kind of journalists are they? That they don't even ask them, so what does that mean? <laughs> what rights do a woman have under Sharia law? Yeah, so I think it's just for coverage or whatever and, and, and stuff. So... I feel, I honestly, in my heart, it's just like I'm going to pray for these women and just <laughs> hope, you know, for the best because they're going to be the second option, the second scenario from the women rights activists is what's going to happen in Afghanistan. It's the whole thing. Well, the best case is limited. Yeah, the best case is that it's probably going to start off like that. Yeah, but that's the best and case. And then eventually when, yeah, eventually when this whole thing, now it's no longer trending on social media and things like that, then they're going to start bringing in the actual law, and then it's going to go back to how it was in the 
90s and stuff. I just want yeah. to say one last thing. Yeah. That, you know, many of the liberals and uh, progressives and all of these people in the West are siding with the Muslims. Yeah. And um, they're stupid because the Muslims follow a, a, a philosophy or an ideology that says the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Hmm. And a Muslim will take help from whoever they can get until they're powerful enough to stand on their own. Mm. And then they'll attack everyone. Yep. Mm. Exactly. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. Answer the question, what do you think? Do you think the first scenario is going to happen where women will continue going to school, work, and, and all of these things, but will have limitations? Or do you think the second scenario will happen where they'll be deleted from society, meaning that the full Sharia law will be in effect over the women in Afghanistan. Let us know on our social media platforms. This is the political show on Axel FM where Christ Politics is. Politics. Our politics. Hey yo, it's Incense. You're listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. You know what it is. You can find us on the gram, you feel me? Instagram at Active Worship, we on books, you feel me? Facebook, click the follow since you're in it, you're listening. Apple Music, oh, it got you dancing, keep streaming. Spotify, it got you smiling, keep streaming. Oh, and Deezer, got your moves looking easy, cause we cool like that. Search Active Worship and listen, cause we cool like that. Christ music is hot music. <laughs> Check out the amazing music by Active Worship on all platforms. In Psalms 99 verse 9 it says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain for the Lord our God is holy. This is the only hope. If, if people end up in a situation and you, you're a Christian in a place like Afghanistan, that is your only hope. Yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, obviously in a situation like that as a Christian, you have to go underground. Yeah. Um, and you don't have a, well, you have a choice, go underground or die. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got three choices. One is go underground, two is die, or three is become a Muslim. You don't have any other choice. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, if you end up in a situation like that, um, you know, the, the, the thing is to be like Daniel, the, you know, mm -hmm. and he continued to pray even if it was going to cost him his life. Yeah. We, we also see in the book of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were instructed to worship the statue of the king. Mm. They continued to worship, and God supernaturally delivered them. But I want to just finish with these words. Um, when, they were, when they faced Nebuchadnezzar, they said to him, we will never bow down and worship you. And then they said this, and this was a striking thing, and it's always challenged me to the core. They said, our God is perfectly able to save us from whatever you may do to us. Mm. But even if he chooses not to, we will never bow down to you. Mm. Sure. So, yeah. I wouldn't like to be the Christians in Afghanistan mm. to choose. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's powerful. Yeah. This is the political show on Active FM.
where radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio we have Kevin Enslin, Pastor Gavin Enslin, and the Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on the political show where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Here's a song by Rebecca Ritzel called "All Things New." FM radio has never been better. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at Active FM, Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven, and Facebook at forward slash Active FM.